It's about that time for NBA at Home with the Boys, your weekly dose of NBA basketball. Settle in and enjoy the chat. Cheers. Welcome to NBA at Home with the Boys. This is Jersey All-Star Week. So let me introduce you to the boys for today's cast. We got Paul Superman Garvey. What up, what up? We got Ryan Midrange Wiggins. What's going on? And I'll be here. We got Dr. Muddy the Page. Muddy Dr. Mud Page. Wow. Couldn't <laughs> even figure out his own name. He's, <laughs> he's hurting. He's hurting. Hey, I'm hurting. You know why I'm hurting? Because Aquaman Williamson is unfortunately not with us today, um, ladies and gentlemen. I think he's had a really big all-star weekend. Um, and that's why uh, Muddy, the doctor, <laughs> is taking over introductions. So, boys, how are we? Oh, we're we're better now that you finished that introduction. Let's just let's just start there. Yeah, mate, no, you, you need to be better than that. You oh, need to God. be better than that, mate. No, look, I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. I'm we, good. Belly's belly's full. Had an had an amazing dinner, so uh, feeling good. Yep. So yeah, shout out right. to um, Justine, is better half cooking wigs and myself um, uh, a nice feed. Uh, it was right on target. So thank you. So boys, let's get straight into it. Um, I'll ask the first question. Oh, good. Go for it. So look, man, All Star Week, uh, pretty emotional week again. I think, um, to be honest, you know, with the tributes and everything that's happening, not only to Kobe but also. Um, you know, Mr. David Stern, um, really missed the NBA, didn't he? He, he created a lot. But I guess my question is just to jump straight into it. Uh, the dunk contest, what do we think about the winner and I guess the runner-up? Do we think it was, uh, there was a bit of uh, injustice done for AG, Aaron, Aaron Gordon, or do we think we got, a, got the winner right? You go first, Wiggs. You go first, Wiggs. You're a dunk man. I think I think that this. I think he should have two trophies by now. Ooh. I really do. I think he got. I think he got ripped off. I think that it was in 2016. It was closer, and um, you know Zach Levine is an amazing dunker, and it's it's not as if he doesn't deserve to be a dunk champion. But Aaron Gordon, I think in that in 2016 and in 2020 was by far the better dunker. And wow. I think it's a shame that the, the format of the dunk contest has, has sort of meant that he's fallen short, uh, you know, in those, in those two years. It's a real shame because, he, I mean, dude gets up. He's got imagination. He's creative. He, he's an amazing dunker. And, he's gonna, you know, he said he's pulling out. Uh, he's not going to bother compete anymore. I think it's a shame. So, but, those, but, those are my initial thoughts. But we, so, so do you think he should have won it or it should have been a draw? No, I think he should have won it. Oh, okay. To jump, like, Taco was 7'5". You know, like, 7 yeah. foot 5 inches. Like, that's... I know it doesn't come down to one dunk. And I guess that's what I mean by the format. Um, I think that overall... Um, I, just, I think on the day he was better. Okay. I think he should have won it. I think I really, really do. Yeah. Uh, what? Do you, what? Wow. Uh, Gazi, what do you think about? Okay, so Wiggs is saying 
AG sort of won it. So I guess the question is, do you agree with Biggs? And if so, why? And if yeah, not- look, I look, I'll I'll say a few things about the dunk contest and probably the All Star in general. I hate the All Star weekend. I am <laughs> over it. I'm not a fan of it. To the point where if I seriously won tickets to the All-Star game, I'd sell them and just get the money and go another time. Anyway. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. Yes, you I would. Got, mate, you got and, a Spurs jersey on and you're lying right through your teeth. <laughs> no, nah, seriously. <laughs> anyway, in terms of the dunk contest, yeah, I'd probably give the slight edge to Aaron. He just he looks like a better dunker. Um I would say he was the better dunker, but look, it's it's so subjective the dunk contest. It's really hard, but he probably does at least deserve to have one trophy. And sounds like he's not going to have any now. Right. One wait, of the things wait, that got okay, me was just like, one. what was that? Why I was going to say, go on, oh, buddy. Sorry, no, go on, dude. So both of you, why do you think he deserves to win over? He looked, he looks like a smoother. He he looks like he does it easy. Like the greatest dunks, the 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 great dunkers to me make it look easy. Like you half think, like why couldn't I do that? Because they're just so smooth and it's effortless. He. He's he does dunk like that. So you um, didn't think uh, DJ I, I thought made it ju- look easy. No, he's long and lanky, and he just doesn't quite have the same grace when he dunks. He's got a bit more of a he's got a bit of a power dunk to him, but he's not as graceful. Um, yeah. that's Wait, probably the big difference for me. So look, I think both of you are. Yes, sore losers, and I think both of you just really need to wake up to yourself. Um, BJJ, I'm going to call him B-double-J. B-double-J, man. I haven't seen anyone dunk like him, ever. Stop. Like he, Come on. He was dunking like Vince Carter with Dominique Wilkins' power. Ah, oh, get out of town. He, he finished all, nearly all the dunks, even under the legs, jumping over people. He hammered home with Dominic Wilkins like authority. Man, no one had done uh, under the legs with authority like that ever. Not even Vince, not Kobe, not anyone. Actually, he was like a he was like a Dominic Harold Miner, uh, uh, all put it with in a Vince card, all put into one. I thought he was fantastic. I thought it was really close, but that guy was just doing dunks that I like. How about the reverse tornado? You know, still chucking oh, them with power. I mean, that man, was, they're all that was they're all crazy different. dunks. Yeah, like they're good dunks, but no, but there was this one dunk. So, um, Doug Jones Jr. jumped over. I think it was it was early. He jumped over just like uh, must have been Chance, Chance the rapper. I think it was that dunk. There was a couple of dunks where he dunked over people. Chance, I'm pretty sure this Chance the rapper one. He had to lift himself up he put his hand down on chance's shoulder and pushed himself up to get over him and chance the rapper's not a big dude nah. you know what i mean and he had to he actually had to 
and, and as soon as he did that, I was like, nah, like you can't give that, you can't, you can't rate that dunk. He's not jumping over him. He's like pole vaulting off him. Aaron Gordon <laughs> no, jumped clear over. That. No, he did. You watched the replay. He had to, he no. had to lift himself over him. He did. And look, okay. it, it was it was a dunk. It, it was like you know they're all tough dunks. Don't get me wrong. He's yeah. an amazing, but but I don't know. I didn't see I didn't see what you saw, Muddy. I didn't I didn't see that. And look, to to be fair, like I didn't watch the whole thing. I've been I've watched highlights. Oh well, stop but, it. Stop but your I didn't, conversation no, right but now. I still watched all those dunks. Watch your the, mouth out But the but he I don't know. I I didn't see what you saw. I just I just I just didn't. I don't think Aaron Gordon he deserved it. Well, that jump over Taco, he nearly took off poor Taco's head. So, anyway. but oh. uh, I, look, Just being a lazy seven foot five, but anyway. Look, yeah. I guess, I guess. look, overall, I wouldn't have been upset if there was a tie. Like, I thought that deserved it. Uh, if, if there's any dunk, dunk contest that deserved a tie, I thought that it was Michael Jordan versus Wilkins, Dominique Wilkins. And I thought this was another time. When if you pulled a tie out, I don't think anyone would have went home unhappy. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. I don't necessarily. I think sometimes in a dunk contest they could almost go a draw because sometimes it's very hard to distinguish between which dunk is better. I'd agree with that. I just think Aaron Gordon's more graceful, but you probably you like the power dunks by the sounds of it. So that's well, probably. You know. It's well, probably the way the judges went. Yeah. Well, you probably like graceful because you can't give grace. Um, but anyway, that's a, that's another story, buddy. The way you <laughs> run, I wish you were graceful when you ran. But oh, mate, I glide just, when I run. Just, when I decide to run, I glide. You glide because you're on the ground. But anyway, that's another <laughs> story. Okay, who's got another question? Scarzy, have you got a question for us, boys? Uh, look. Mine probably has got, <laughs> got more, not has got no it hasn't got anything to do with the All Star game. It's got to do with the Clippers versus Boston in the double overtime. Did it, did you guys see yeah. that game or yeah a little bit a little bit I, I picked up more the end which was pretty exciting but uh, same same yeah. what um what are your thoughts on Boston beating the Clippers and does that game does that game mean more for Boston or more for the Clippers like do you see that's the Clippers starting to lose their edge against better teams or do you see Boston asserting themselves against good teams like the Clippers how do you rate that game Wiggs you want to go first yeah, I'm not. I mean, I think like obviously it was a it's a it's a it's a big game because it's two major players, two of the top teams in the league, um, two teams that could very well meet in the finals. Yeah, I think um, that's the problem, isn't it? It's more of a finals matchup than a than a yeah. Western Conference matchup. I've been thinking Eastern a bit Con- about. Well, that's right. Yeah, I mean, the only way these, yeah, that's it. I mean, they, they, if they're going to meet each other, it'll be in the finals. It's a long road mm. to get there. I think that um, I've been thinking about the Clippers a little bit. I, I'd say that it's a, it's it's a great game for the Celtics um, yep. because they beat they beat a top team, and that's great for them. I mean, that that's um, you know that that confidence builds, boosting uh, confidence and it helps with the character of the team. So I think for Boston, it is really really great. 
for the Clippers, I think it probably doesn't matter. And so I'm kind of pulling on on the rope from both ends there, where I think that yeah, I think for Boston that's a great win, good on them. Yeah. I don't think I, if I'm the Clippers, though, I'm not worried. Like, and I think that I think that the it's easy, and even even I earlier in the season, you know, I was a bit down on the Clippers, sort of saying that you know they're not meeting expectations. But the longer we go into the season, the more I think like their their eyes are on the playoffs and the finals. Um, sure, they want to win. They got to they want to stay in the race. They want to make sure that they get sort of a, a you know stay in the top four so they get third advantage um but i think at the end of the day they're going to walk away going oh well we dropped that one next and and that you know the real what, what really matters for them is the playoffs yeah yeah so look i i i actually thought exactly like you Wiggs. i thought no it meant a lot for boston uh, because i think boston needs to build up a little bit more momentum. It was really good to see Tatum. He's come of age this year, hasn't he? Uh, from Definitely. last year, really, the third year. So I think it's great for Boston and Boston fans. And again, I thought for Clippers, it doesn't really mean much because they're just getting ready for playoffs. However, the more I sort of looked into it, the more, I, again, Clippers always pick themselves, picks them, can pick themselves up for, good, you know, for big games, for the big teams. Uh, but mm. they lose to, like, weaker teams. But this was the first time whereby, you know, they just actually couldn't grind it out and couldn't pull off the win. That that yep. I remember anyway well. Yep. And and they were in that game, but they let it slip. So I actually think it does mean something. And maybe not something for Clippers per se. Um, I agree. Again, Clippers uh, just want to get to the playoffs and rock and roll. But I think it gives everyone else in the Western Conference some hope. And you know what happens when hope, when sometimes you put hope and little put build fire on the hope and the hope just, mm. you know, burns into a bonfire. I think that would help the Lakers, Denver, Utah, Houston, um, especially to go, hey, they're beatable. Actually, we can grind them out because I think the Lakers, for example, would think if we're in a grind with the Clippers, we're going to lose. Uh, but I think this gives everyone else in the Western Conference some hope. And mm. maybe there's a game plan and method to the madness that Boston sort of, you know, put in place. So I actually think this could help um, every other Western Conference um, team. So is this a bit of a blueprint to be able to beat the Clippers down the wire? So I actually think it does mean something not only for Boston, but all the other Western Conference teams. Interesting. Yeah. You, like, they were without Paul George and Pat Bev, and they grinded out a double OT against Boston, who aren't terrible. Like, and and they kind of won the game, but they called off that shot of Lou Williams. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that three, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, man, I just – I reckon it – like, I agree – that with what most of what Wiggs is saying, like the Clippers are just waiting, yeah. and I and I um I listened to Pat Bev on the um the Woj podcast through the All Star break, and he's basically saying the same thing. Like he's he is saying that you know they're going out hungry every night, but you know he that they're so wanting to get into the playoffs it's just it's interesting Definitely. and 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 look i think it can be a problem like don't get me wrong 
you want them winning a lot of those tight tight games. But um, man, they just got a lot of times. A lot of times they just got so many. Like Paul George was wasn't playing. Pat Bev wasn't playing, and they're still able to hang around. They're yeah, just, well, look, they're they're good unit even without Paul George and Clyde. Yeah. Score, right, so I mean, let's not look too much into that because they were always a pretty sound team anyway. Um, but I think the biggest thing is the thing that I think they can get the Clippers undone is because they're talking like they're the Chicago Bulls going for a three P. I, I I agree with that, you know buddy. I mean? Yeah, like, I agree yeah. with that. Yep. And I they're kind of talking that... like they've already won something when they haven't actually won anything. Exactly, and I yeah. think I think you know. Only time will tell if they're, you know, near as good. But I think they still got a lot to prove. Like, they're playing like they don't have anything to prove. Yeah. Um, but this is what I'm saying. Even if they didn't have – even if they don't have their full roster, any loss versus good teams is just a little bit of hope no matter what for other teams. And once you build hope into some teams, I, 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 that's when that's when, you know – Things get a bit hairy, so it'll be interesting. But overall, great game. I think um, the fans um, would have got every cent worth on that. So Definitely. just can't wait till the playoffs, say hey, boys. Um, but it's good Definitely. for watch. Okay, Wiggs, have you got a question? Yeah. All right. So the um, the Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks uh, have won eight of their last ten. Um, their current record is 46 wins and eight losses. <laughs> That's pretty phenomenal. Oh, uh, we, phenomenal. We, we, we asked the question earlier in the season about whether they're going to set a regular season record. I just wanted to do a bit of a check-in to see how do, you, how, how do you think they're going? Because, you know, I mean, it's, it's possible, right? Yeah, they're, on, point. they're obviously on pace, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, to be at All Star and have 46, 46 wins, that's that's pretty crazy. They're going all right, Wiggs. They're going all right. So what what are you saying? Are we talking seventy wins here or what? Where yeah, you... that's 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 the question. Yeah, I mean, can they crack seventy? Yeah. Okay. Well, so how many Money? games left? So. That's 54 games in, so it's 82-game season. Yeah. So they've got 28 games left. 28 games left, buddy. And so how much have they won? And if they, they've won, yeah, if, if they want to so, uh, reach 72 they, wins. They play the Lakers one more time. Yeah. So I Denver no, one because, more time. Yeah, no. Because already they, they, they've probably, um, I had a look at their schedule. And I reckon they could possibly lose six games. Now, if they lose six games with the remaining games, they'll get to 68. Um, so I reckon six of the games that they could really, you know, lose. But then and they're all good times, like, you know, Lakers and even Philly. Philly at their, you know, good days. I think they play Philly twice before the end of April. And, you know, you still got Denver. you still got um, a few other harder teams. I didn't put Miami that could beat them but could give them a run. Um, and even Houston, I think they play Houston before they finish. Yeah, too. they so do. They've actually, they play Houston. They've, they've got a tough run. A, yeah, they actually got a few Western Conference Finals. Um, uh, sorry, Western Conference teams that they're going to play off in this after the All Star week. So 
I've got them sitting around 68. I think they'll lose six before the playoffs. Um, so I, I say no. I don't think they'll get 70. Uh, but 72, 73, 74, no, I think that's um, probably part way out there. Mm, look, I think it's going to be tough because they actually played Toronto even three times in those 28 games. Like That's that's what I was it, thinking too. I was just looking at the schedule and I saw it, like it, they, it's, just, Toronto comes up in about four games time or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, and then oh, they play them already. back to back. They actually play them back to back. Yeah, in April. Uh, yeah, right at the de- death. And look, if I'm Milwaukee... I'm probably going to at some point start resting at least Giannis in a couple of games, aren't you? Like, Nah, that's not how they're built. Really? I just think, I think if, I think they're going to rest him for at least a few games. Look, I don't think they're going to get to 70, but um, I think they're going to be the force. They're going to be that one. They're going to be like the Cleveland Cavaliers were for those few seasons where everyone books them pretty much in as the Eastern team. And, um, and you, you know, you know if Giannis is on his game, you've got major troubles in beating them. That's where I think Milwaukee are at. But it's just whether or not Giannis can live up to that. Because we haven't mm. quite seen that in the playoffs, but I think well, um, yeah. But the thing is about Jan, like I agree with you, Scarzi, and I'll let Wings have a jump in too. I think um, Giannis has shown us last, or you know, the last few years that he's always improving and he's getting hungry every year. So, but yeah. you're right, time will tell um, if he can make that next step. But everything is looking. The trajectory is looking promising, isn't it? Yeah, it is because at least like every season he's gotten like he has failed, but the next season he's failed that step further. Yeah, and you, you you can you can see him this year if they get ahead in a series. You would hope that his next step is he can finish a series off, not just mm. get two wins in a series. He's able to win a tight game and get you up, you know, get you into a um, a 3-1 game and stuff like that. So that's obviously his next step. And, look, yeah. they're humming along. They've been in the system. Like, the players have had another year um, to develop in that system. They're, they're, they're clearly head and shoulders in the East. Like, yeah. the, the 70 wins is probably not a big thing, but it'd be... It would be cool for them to break it because I, I, it, it would be nice to have a little bit of a di- different narrative than the one that is the Lakers and the Clippers. Yeah. Um, it's even hard for us to get off that but because Milwaukee's in that east and you just forget about them. But it would be nice for Milwaukee to probably get some love by breaking a 70-win season. Because if they don't, you, you, I think you'll find that the, they won't be even talked about as much leading into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Well, look, I think, I mean, obviously, to beat the Warriors, you know, 15, 16, 73 win season, they'd have to not 
lose it all. They'd have to go on a 28-game winning streak, which is pretty unlikely. Um, <laughs> pretty unlikely. Pretty um, unlikely. It's, it's, a tough, it's a tough sketch, though, Wiggs. <laughs> um, you know, to, to, you know, to beat the Bulls, 95-96, 72 win season, they can really only afford one more loss. Um, and so, look, I think the thing that sucks for them... I, look, I think they could, they, they might get to 70, but the odds, it doesn't look good, right? Uh, and I think that's really interesting because earlier in the season, we were all kind of like, yeah, like they could do it. Yeah. They've definitely had the um, the opportunity to. I think that what's what sucks for them is that, you know, their last game was against Indiana and they went down. And they dropped it, yeah. But that's, Giannis, that's, that's a shame. Giannis like, didn't play that game, I think. Did he? I, I don't even pretty know. Confident. Nah, I'm pretty confident Giannis actually didn't play that one. Um, earlier in the season, they dropped a game to, like in January, they dropped a game to San Antonio. Again, it's kind of like, what you know, that's a shame. Yeah, that's that, they're, they're big losses um, to teams that aren't doing so great. But, mm. um, you know, and other than that, they've lost, I mean, they lost to Miami, Boston, Utah, and, and, um, and, and Philadelphia. Uh, Denver as well, they've gone down to. So, look, yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously a really great season for them. I'm really impressed by Giannis's focus. He's clearly just, he just wants to win. Yeah. He's a yeah. beast. Even in the All-Star game. Yeah, he took it. He just wanted to play. Did he block LBJ twice? Oh, how good was that block at yeah. the end in the fourth? Mm. Man. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. guys, Make a prediction. Can I make a prediction before we? Yep. Well, you're pretty good at them. You're pretty Love good at making outlandish. Just don't, you're pretty just, good at making just don't outlandish make predictions. predictions. As long as okay. it's not about Atlanta, you go ahead. <laughs> Listen to this. Okay. If Milwaukee Bucks, led by Giannis, obviously, wins the chip this year, stop next it. Next year. Stop it. Next year, they'll stop go it. in and they'll break 73. Wow. All right. What do you think of they'll that? Break, hang on. They will break 73 wins. So they'll, they'll, they'll have a 74 win season. Yep. What you was in that right freaking guacamole? Holy. Right <laughs> Holy guacamole. Holy <laughs> guacamole. <laughs> Mate. Yep. That's what I'm saying. That's, a, that's right. a big call, man. Nah. Right. I, think you've, I think you've had one too many for a heater, champ. The biggest call I've made was being your friend, so this is easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Acquaintance. Right, so, um, I prefer any, acquaintance. Any other quick, uh, quick? Yes, I got. I got a quick one. We okay. missed. We've obviously had a few weeks off due to uh, everyone being busy after our uh, homeboys' time away, um, and we obviously had the passing of. Kobe Bryant, and we missed Wiggs last week, so I think it. I think we we need to hear from Wiggs a little bit about Kobe, and uh, you know how how he impacted on him. I guess. Okay. We're gonna do this. You're gonna do this to me. Yeah, we gotta do it. We all had to do it. We waited. So you up, Wiggs. Yeah, we did wait. Yeah, we waited. We actually we skipped the week because we wanted you to to do it. So this is this is for you. Go for right. it. Okay. So so the first thing I'll say is that um, 
it feels a little bit ridiculous to to say that I was actually fairly shattered after you know after Kobe died. Like I I, I actually I was down for for quite a few days. I was feeling really down. That's and really- as a gr- as a grown man, it, it feels ridiculous. Um, but I've been I've been reflecting, and, what's, and the other thing that's strange is that I didn't I didn't watch any basketball. I've only just started watching basketball again in the last couple of days. Um, I didn't I wasn't the only basketball I've seen was like when I was scrolling through my Instagram feed, and I, there'd be a highlight or two come up here and there. Same with on Facebook, but I wasn't really stopping to watch it. I just really I just lost interest, and. Um, wow. And uh, so, yeah, I, 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 I've got a bit of a gap in terms of what's been happening in the league just because I couldn't do it. Um, and so I've done a bit of thinking about it. And even my wife, Jo, she was like, <laughs> for a couple of days, every couple of days, she was like, hey, you okay? I was, I was like, yeah, I'm all right. Um, <laughs> I feel silly to say this, but man, and I've, I've been listening to like Kobe pod, podcasts that Kobe was on. like, And um, so uh, anyway, I've, I've done a bit of thinking about it and like um, – you know, it's it's really interesting. I think I think one of the reasons is that um, probably a couple of things. One is that like it just kind of uh, uh, it's just someone who's just sort of always been there. It's who I admired, if you know what I mean. And I remember yeah. a really really sort of close friend of mine um, uh, sent me a message when uh, he's a really close friend of mine who's a musician sent me a message when uh, Michael Jackson died. And he said, bro, Michael Jackson's dead. I was crying in the shower, like, when I heard about it. And I was just like, oh, wow. Like, I was really shocked. Michael Jackson's dead. Like, this is, like, a music icon. He's a hero in the music scene, like, king of pop. And uh, But I didn't I didn't really understand his, like, connection to really. Jackson. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. yeah, I was kind of like, yeah. yeah, like, I get it. That's really sad. Yeah. But I was really surprised he was that upset. Now, I, I didn't cry in the shower but I but I did feel really down I think and, and so I, I I kind of understood that a little bit more that kind of connection with someone even though you don't know them if it's someone you admire you've you've watched throughout their whole career you feel a connection to you know it's sad um and then the other thing I'd say is like you know I was reflecting on um when I was I was like 15, 16 16 17 and um, I remember when Kobe came into the league. So I was a Kobe fan from the first time he since he got drafted. From and since he got drafted, literally as he came into the draft. He came wow. into the draft. So like, so I was like from day one when he was in the NBA. I didn't know about him when he was in high school, but from when, yep. when his first season, I was like, I was a Kobe fan. And I remember watching that, that you know, that All Star Weekend when he won the, the dunk contest. I, I think that was like '96. Yeah. And um. And to be honest, look, as much as of a Kobe fan that I am, I have to say it was the least impressive dunk contest win that I've ever seen. I think <laughs> it was pretty ordinary. I think he's just lucky that there wasn't better competition that year. But but what what I loved about him, and it really, you know, started from that that All Star weekend, was how how confident he was and how kind of brash and um, you know kind of sure of himself and cocky. Mm. Yep. And and as a quiet, as fairly quiet, introverted um, young guy, I you know I kind of and and he was only like a year or two older than me at the time. Yep. Um, and so as a quiet, you know, introverted young guy, I was sort of like, 
you know, he's this guy, he's just a kid. Like, he's just one or two years older than me, and he's in the league. And he's, you know, and he's making faces Do- up dunks. He's and He's doing his thing. He's doing his thing, which was kind of inspiring. So, you know, since then, that was really the time when I was just like, really fell in love with Kobe's game and um, and his whole his whole thing, you know. And I think, you know, he had some times in his career when things didn't really go his way and he had his, his personal sort of struggles. Um, but what, what I really admired about him was that he, he always learnt from them and came back. And he was just honest about it. Like, I, just, I messed up and I learnt from it and now I'm doing things differently. And to yeah. see him evolve through his career from just being someone with really high expectations of himself to then having high expectations of his teammates and then realizing that if I'm going to have high expectations of my teammates, I need to be a better leader um, and I need to share with them what I know. Um, and then to take that mentality into a completely different industry, kind of in the creative arts, is just really impressive. So in any case, the last thing that I'll say is that um, the, the great thing, I guess the, the positive that I could take out of it is that um, the circumstances under which, you know, I learned about his death um, were, um, you know, I'll never forget, you know. So all of us boys on the Sunshine Coast, I remember Muddy, it's like five, maybe like five thirty, quarter to six in the morning or something like that, Muddy, right? No, it's, no it's, it's, it's actually 5.15. 5.15. There we go. I'm asleep and Muddy comes in, wigs, wigs. You've got to see this, bro. I think Kobe's dead. And I was yeah. what? What? <laughs> and I was like, I took a second to wake up and realize what he was talking about. And it was like, bro, this is on, it's on TMZ. I don't, we don't, I don't know if it's real. I don't know. And, um, you know, a bunch of us all kind of woke up. We're just sort of sitting around staring at our phones and yeah. every, every couple of minutes, there's a new news story that's coming up and, and, but it's not just TMZ. It's, New York Times, it's, you know... It's Fox and, yeah. Fox, it's Sky News, it's ESPN. Yeah. You're just going, is this for real? Like, and I remember we just spent that, that morning just sitting around, just like, just hoping that it's not and telling Kobe stories and just kind of like blown away and kind of by the whole situation. So, you know, I guess, like I said, the positive comes out as I was with my brothers and... Um, It'll be always be one of those things like where were you? I think Kobe's death is going to be one of those things. Where were you when Kobe died? Because it was just so shocking. And um, yeah, least, I'm glad that I'm glad that I was there with you guys. So thanks nice, for watching me. I appreciate it. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, boys, it's a it's a, well, it's a great weekend and a, and a tough it was. Morning, I think when we all we all rallied around your wigs because anyone who's just hearing this now probably going, oh, this, this wigging guy is a bit of a sook. But this guy would, would argue with us to blue in the face saying that Kobe is better than Michael, than MJ. So, I mean, that just shows his loyalty to Kobe and sort of what Kobe meant to him, um, obviously, you know, in his life and growing up. So thanks for sharing wigs. That's uh, Definitely, really, yeah. Really and, tough. And, and, uh, I got out that Wiggs was a Lakers fan that then followed Kobe, whereas some other dude follows LBJ <laughs> and is now a Lakers fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and then we how, got one how guy. T- how times have changed. 
That's yeah, what have changed. And I'll tell you what, when, 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 um, when Kobe got traded, you know, after the draft from Charlotte, um, I, was, I, was, I was stoked, but not because I didn't really know that much about Kobe at that point. I wasn't really stoked for Kobe. I just hated Vlade. Like, I was see back there. So I was like, Lakers got to get rid of this dude, man. He's aging. Oh, so it was a win-win. So when they traded when they traded him for Kobe at the draft, I was like, yes, that's amazing. I had no idea it was going to be such a good trade. Oh, that is gold. That is gold. All righty, yes. boys. Well, look, yeah. great pod. Um, any shout-outs? Oh, shout-outs. Um, well, I don't think I got any this week, Muddy, myself. What about no you boys? No, nah, mate. No. Nah. Any shout outs by my friend? Uh, let's, uh, I'll, I'll give a shout out. Since the first pod we're doing, uh, since the, uh, the the big tournament, big dance, the big dance, the last dance for some, maybe the last dance, hopefully, not. <laughs> just big shout out to, uh, to the stacks, Woo! To, uh, all the boys. I had a really, really great time playing ball and like meeting a bunch of you for the first time. Um, and uh, it was, I thought it was really awesome, this kind of – there was probably – I think we figured out that everyone on the team that we were playing with had played with someone else on the team at some point. And yep. um, not everyone on the team had played together. And there was some, well, a bunch of us who didn't know um, hardly anyone at all. So, But it was really amazing that it was just sort of like still like a seamless um, – like there was a bond there that existed that I thought that was really cool. And um, – and just putting it out there, so I'm down for for 2021. Uh, for, for for 2021, like, I'm, I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Four, my, my, I four just, eight two five, baby. I got new kicks, and so I'm I'm good to go. So I'm just putting that out there. He's locked in, Ash. Put him well, down. Oh, gee, well, don't put me and Scarzy down for now. But uh, look, uh, I got shout out. Uh, shout out is actually to all the participants in the All Star game. Um, I don't know if it was just because of, you know, the the sadness that happened previously, but this was the first All-Star game that I actually enjoyed a bit. Um, it was a bit more competitive, and everyone was hustling and playing. People were diving on the floor, trying to block some shots. So, actually, it's really reinvigorating um, to see the All-Star have a bit more intensity like it used to be. So, um, yeah, that was, that was really wonderful. So, shout out to everyone involved. Um, all right, boys. Well, that's game. Cheers for tuning in and getting, you know, um, your NBA with, uh, with, with, with us home with the boys. So thank you and stay healthy. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. And eat, he- eat healthy. <laughs> eat healthy. <laughs>
it's been great. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Stay healthy. Cheers.